Psalm 80 for the lead player on the Shoshenim and Edith an Asaph psalm. Shepherd of Israel, hearken, he who drives Joseph like sheep, enthroned on the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Rouse your might and come to the rescue for us. O God, bring us back and light up your face that we may be rescued. Lord, God of armies, how long will you smolder against your people's prayers? You feed them bread of tears and made them drink triple measure of tears. You have put us in strife with our neighbors, and our enemies mock us. God of armies, bring us back, and light up your face that we may be rescued. You carried a vine out of Egypt. You drove away nations and planted it. You cleared space before it, and struck its roots down, and filled the la- and it filled the land. The mountains were covered by its shade, and by its branches the mighty cedars. You sent forth its boughs to the sea, and to the river it shoots. Why did you break through the walls so all passers-by could pluck it? The boar from the forest has gnawed it, and the swarm of the field fed upon it. God of armies, pray come back. Look down from the heavens and see, and take note of this vine, and the stock that your right hand planted, and the sun you took to yourself, burnt in fire, chopped to bits, and from the blast of your presence they perish. May your hand be over the man on your right, over the son of man you took to yourself, and we will not fall back from you. Restore us to life that we shall call on your name. Lord God of armies, bring us back. Light up your face that we may be rescued. So this was Psalm 80. It's a little bit like um, Psalm 79 in that it is a um, psalm about uh, an exile. Um, In this case, it seems to not be uh, Babylon and Jerusalem, but um, the northern kingdom and Assyria. And uh, the captivity um, wasn't exactly the same in Assyria uh, with the Assyrian Empire uh, and the northern kingdom. Uh, It was more of an occupation. there's some um, interesting lines I wanted to point out. There's, uh, um, uh, oh God, bring us back and light up your face that we may be rescued. And uh, this reminds me of um, uh, the incident in uh, Exodus when Moses asks to see God's glory and God um, holds his, you know, puts him in a, a crevice and holds his hand over his face, um, wa- over Moses' face when he walks past so that Moses can see God walk away from him. And even that glory is enough to make Moses' face shine so that he has to get um, a veil and put that over his face. Um, We actually had a sermon about that uh, just uh, yesterday, uh, I mean on Sunday. Um, We're at that point in Exodus at at church our pastor is. Um, So I will link to that. Um, It's a good sermon. and uh, there's some of the feeling that, that is in this psalm that uh, Moses has of, um, God, why are you abandoning us? Um, doesn't that make you look bad in the face of uh, the nations? Um, it'll make uh, our neighbors uh, and enemies mock us. And uh, if, um, if we're rescued, then um, our enemies will know how great you are. And then uh, the psalmist 
sets up this analogy and he, he talks about a vine that he carried out of Egypt, which is of course Israel. And then he cleared space before it and uh, struck its roots down and filled it filled the land. And even the mountains were covered by its shade and uh, the branches um, covered the mighty cedars. And uh, this is an analogy of, a, of transplanting um, something from you know, in this case, the people of Israel from Egypt into the, um, uh, the land, uh, the promised land in Palestine, um, right around more modern Israel is, in fact. Uh, I'm, I have a little bit of experience doing this. Um, my transplants don't tend to be very successful. Uh, I moved to camellias. Uh, they were unfortunately moved from places that were shady to places that had way too much sun so they dried up and died but in this case um, god transplanted a vine that thrived uh, there's some uh, we've seen this before i think um, but this is a little bit more stark uh, you fed them bread of tears you made them drink triple measure of tears and the idea is that you're eating and drinking your sorrows uh, such a deep um, sorrow Um, and then the psalmist asked why, if he planted this vine, took it out of Egypt, planted it here, why is he allowing it to be trampled and to be destroyed by wild animals, which is um, the enemies of Israel, uh, clearly. And uh, um, so the question is, if you've done all this work to plant this vine, why would you allow it to be destroyed? And then there's a switch uh, right near the end. May your hand be over the man on your right, over the son of man you took to yourself, and we will not fall back from you. Restore us to life, and we shall call on your name. Um, and then it ends, Lord God of armies, bring us back. Light up your face that we may be rescued. Um, and this switch uh, from the analogy of a vine to uh, the analogy of a son, uh, the son of man that you took to yourself. Um, it's a little bit of a strange one. Uh, Robert Alters notes, um, point out that there's a strange transition there. Uh, as a Christian, of course, I look at that and I think, uh, I wonder if this is about um, Jesus who, uh, is call who calls himself the son of man and says that he'll be seated at the right hand of the father and, um, and we know, or we believe that uh, that he has rescued us um, with his sacrifice from um, from all sorts of evil. Uh, so obviously that's what I see. It's not what everyone sees. Uh, that's not the only interpretation. And uh, it's certainly not what the original psalmist or his audience um, would have taken from that, that this is a messianic uh, prophecy. Um, but I certainly see it uh, here. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.